to Let Christy Take It, your pop culture podcast. This week's episode is brought to you in partnership with Dubliner Whiskey. There's no city like Dublin and there's no whiskey like Dubliner Whiskey. They've captured the character of Dublin, the warm welcome, the fondness for company crack and conversation, all in a glass. Dubliner Whiskey. You can find them on www.dublinerwhiskey.com and also on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to mention Let Christy Take It when making your order. Ho, 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 ho. So this is Christmas. And what have you done? Another year over. And you won't just be gone. And so this is Christmas. So, Kieran, episode 21, the Christmas episode, and what a song to start us off. Oh, unbelievable. Uh, and fitting the year that's in it, the 40th anniversary, uh, a brilliant piece of music. One of the classics, isn't it? Have you ever been to the Dakota Bill? Have you been to the I Dakota? have, yeah. Uh, and I was in the, the little park outside. Strawberry Fields? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, so, we, we did decide that we were going to do a Christmas episode. So, Merry Christmas to everybody. Thanks for listening in. Uh, we can't, literally can't believe we're on episode 21. Uh, we, we had talked about doing Christmas movies and Christmas songs and we just thought we couldn't narrow it down to one. So we're just going to talk about a, a few of our favourite Christmas songs of the holiday period. Um, it's hard to pick one, isn't it? It's hard to pick. We, we both had picked, to be honest, we both picked Band-Aid. And then we started to talk, the original Band-Aid, of course, 1984. I thought those other covers. Yeah. But uh, then we I, I mentioned, what about the fairy tale of New York? And Kieran, oh, you, you yeah, in. yeah, no, and to me, that's I don't know, it just has something about it. And there's a lot of uh controversy about it now. That John Bon Jovi version, oh, my oh God. it's woeful. Which, you know what? And we were talking and work about this, and it's not only is it a bad version, right? He doesn't do the song justice, but his vocals are atrocious. Look, it's a bad performance. It's uh, to me, it's it's probably a, a, a tactical. Masterstroke because they're trying to tie him with that new oh, Irish movie. What's it called? The one with the actions are terrible. So it's oh, it, I don't know. Yeah, the new one. It's with, out now. Yeah, that it. horrific thing. Yeah, that clip. So it's just another one. It's terrible. It's actually terrible. John Michael Shanley. Yeah, I, I, the, the the Pogues actually shared it. Oh no, the Pogues actually shared their version the next day on their, on their Facebook page. Well, what's his name? Shane McGowan released the video, and yeah. it's very hard to understand what he was saying. But basically, he was saying, oh, "I liked it." He yeah. likes it. Well, of course, he's getting the he's getting the yeah, he's getting the royalties. Of course, he likes it. But they, they, they actually shared their version after I'd seen that, and I actually I commented on the posting. I said, "Is this a cover of the John Bon Jovi classic?" Um, <laughs> but the, the story behind Fairy Tale in New York it's a romantic story. It's a it's 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 a you know people under not so romantic. It, it's what's the name? People under downers really. Yeah, like, you know, I, to me they're like down and outs, butterflies. Uh, I could have been someone. Yeah, well, so, so could anyone. But you think it's like. It's not very PC now, you know. It's it's it's, it's but it shouldn't be changed because it's a story of two people. I don't think and that's the way they would have yeah, spoke. I don't think they're playing the original on radios. No, I it's, don't think so. Some stations are. Yeah. I know in England they won't, but um, I, I, if you're not going to play it, just don't. You know I mean, don't bastardize and cut bits out and change it. Either play it or not. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's of its time. Like I mean, you can't look back through a reflective glaze and say, oh, you know, we got to do this and we got to change this. It's of these two people. And Shane McGowan isn't, that's not his point of view, obviously not. But he's writing as this fellow would speak it. And that's the, the way the guy is. So it should be just left. Big movie connection to the uh, video. Matt 
Dylan, eh? Matt Dillon yeah. is the copper uh, dragging down the stairs, yeah. Yeah, and there's actually no New York police band, there's not a pipe band, there's not that was just a line that was put into so, it. Yeah. And the band on yeah. There's actually no they just added their in, there isn't got a pipe band. There isn't so yeah, I'd have to say, I, I love, and like everybody, I think most Irish people, when they hear the first intro of Fairy Tale of New York, they know Christmas is coming. Yeah, and it's like, it's 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 not traditionally a Christmas song. Like, it, does it even mention Christmas? Oh, it's Christmas Eve, I even the drunk time. Yeah. Gosh, Jesus Christ. I'm not even going to How could I make such a shoot mistake? And it wasn't a Christmas number one. Yeah. Held off the top spot by the Pet Shop Boys. Don't ask me which... Uh, was it wasn't West End Girls, huh? wasn't West End Girls, no. But he famously, I've seen a clip from you, at least we were held off by a classic. <laughs> <laughs> All the good Christmas songs were held off. Remember we spoke to Stan Cunningham and uh, uh, Carmen Love was held off by Reaper T, Jackie Wilson. So, I mean... You promised me Broadway was waiting for me You're handsome You were pretty queen of New York City When, when the band, band finished playing They held up the more Sinatra was swinging All the drums they were singing Well, Band-Aid um, Written by Midjor and Bob Geldof yeah. a, a, a hip reaction from seeing uh, BBC Report by Michael Bourke on yeah, the, that's right, the Ethiopian. Ethiopian famine. I read you in a. says that Bob Geldof came in, they decided to get together and recorded, said the, the guitar was in bits, and he said it sounded like a Bob Dylan. He said it sounded terrible. And it, there, and he said that we come up the line, there won't be, and there won't be raining, there won't be snow in Ethiopia this Christmas time. We said it just didn't sound well, so they had to go Africa, but Africa, massive continent. Yeah, so actually, that's the song has come in for criticism over the years because they kind of. You know, presumably all celebrate Christmas. Yeah, and not only that, but talking about Ethiopia, Africa is a bloody continent. You know, yeah, and yeah. it's all Africa, Africa, Africa. Africa yeah. But I, I think I'm not going to talk about the, the Band Aid '89 or Band Aid '30 and all that. But they changed lyrics to make it just a little bit more politically correct. It, the same lyrics weren't used. Oh, right. But I love it. I just love hearing the doom, 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 the beginning of it. Yeah, the yeah. Beginning. It, it, it. I, I love it. I just think it's brilliant and. All of the acts at the time, Paul Young, Duran uh, Duran, Spandau Ballet, well, they put together, Marilyn. Was, yeah, the fantastic Marilyn. It was put together in uh, three days. It was actually released three days after it was recorded, which is quite amazing. Uh, everybody... Just talk about press of vinyl. Like, they could probably release it within an hour now. Yeah, well, there was a big thing where the government, the UK government, got a percentage of the VAT off vinyl, like everything, I suppose. Yeah. And Bob Geldof um, was pushing them to, to give up the, their, their levy, their tax, and they wouldn't do it. And eventually, they were shamed into it. But do you know what song it knocked off the number one? I, I should, but I don't. Uh, Jim Diamond, should have known better. Oh, right, that's another classic. And yeah, he was happy enough for it to be knocked off. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, what a, what a track, what a song. Yeah, and Geldof has said that, you know, he couldn't go in yeah, when he goes in to buy a turkey at Christmas and that's playing and he hears it, just, just give me the fucking turkey. Yeah. He said, you can't, the butcher be looking at him and he said, uh, he's kind of removed himself from the song. Um, yeah, well, I think it was, it was done in goodwill. Like, you see Ethiopia, Ethiopia is a rich, prosperous country now. If you see, I've seen, actually seen a, a travel show from recently and it's, it's booming, it's a really booming country. You think back to them, them images, it was quite horrific. It's harrowing. It yes. And what I do remember, I know we're not talk, talking about Band-Aid, but when Live Aid came around, 
and everyone was given money. Ireland gave more money than the UK. Just give us your fucking money. Just give me your fucking money. He said he never said that. Yeah, I remember watching it. He did. He said something like that. But Ireland, I always remember, and he was very proud of that fact. I I know that a lot of people call him a plastic paddy and he speaks his mind and he got back his, you know, freedom at the Dublin City in the last two years, didn't he? Over some uh, war crimes thing. But he was very, I remember being very, very proud of that fact that his little country gave more than the UK to live in. Yeah, we, we like even looked at it recently at Toy Show, the money to raise. We are a very given nation. It's, you know what? It, that was heartwarming. Yeah. Absolutely heartwarming. And it, the 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 Toy Show was was brilliant. All the performers, all the dancers from the Spotlight Stage School um, were brilliant. It, with the whole thing was just amazing. Really, really good. Yeah, and uh, sure, didn't... So we let that band-aid dead onto then live. So it became a monster, really, didn't it? Yeah. It became a monster. And there was a film made of it with... Uh, I think it was Donald Gleeson. He played Bob Geldof. And it's, uh, it's about to set up a whole live. It's really good. And the accents are a bit dodgy. And, and the guy playing Paul McCartney is quite poor. But uh, it's really good. Cause he shows McCartney had, had us gone through the stage of stage fright. And he didn't want to perform a live aid. And Geldof had to go and coax him out of the house and come and do it. It's a really, so when we catch it out, it's, a really, it's a really good. I caught an RTE reaction one day. And it goes on behind the scenes and film the scene. And then organising the concert. It's brilliant. And I'm going to say, I think... George Michael, around the same time um, Wham had last Christmas, was around the same time, wasn't it? Yeah. I think he gave this all the royalties from last Christmas to... Jeez, so it's, it's still making money then, because that's still... Yeah. yeah. But, and is Andrew Risley in the in the Band-Aid? I never see him in the... Is he... No. I, no, actually, now you mentioned I actually watched, it was a half an hour documentary. It was very good. It was on YouTube today. and But it's, it's, it's a rip from a video, VHS... And it was the warning sign at the beginning, you may not, Vestron video. Mm. But um, no, no, yeah. but very telling actually, um, Boy George is doing his 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 vocal. And this is years before George Michael was out and proud. And George Michael said, okay, who's doing this bit? Am I coming in? And he goes, no, um, you're coming in after George Michael. Well, it won't sound too camp with both of us because he's really camp. And he laughed at me too, you know, and you can just see Major in the, in the, in the, in the control room, yeah. uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I know that's a classic. I'm sure we'll have a little bit of it now, will we? Absolutely. sounds good doesn't it brilliant yeah. actually it gives you chills and makes the hair in your neck stand up brilliant yeah no it's 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 a really well done song and you know it just you start seeing the lights around and you realize that christmas is nearly and it's christmas nearly upon us and you're probably going to listen to this and being very close to christmas recording it quite close to christmas but you know when i was driving up and coming into the Neilstown studios and seeing the lights the flashing lights and really hit home and then i realized there's a police checkpoint yeah, what what I will say is, I think it's very inspiring and heartwarming. All of the local uh, housing estates around Clondalk and and in the greater part of Dublin, actually, yeah. putting the Christmas lights on the trees. And I know there's some blackguards cutting them, but it's just brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. It just it's 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 great to see that community spirit coming back. Yeah, you know, it really is. So on to another classic. I'll have to go for Shaky. Shaky. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. He uh, he just re-released, he, he remastered the video and re-released it. And his hair is jet black. How is he doing? He's still jet black, yeah. Jet black, how is he doing? He must be in a 70s. He must not have a worry of the world. He's 72, I think. Yeah. Um, and there's no dander falling. Snow is falling all around me. Children playing, having fun. That's a classic. Classic. I remember growing uh, any younger listeners uh, you might have to close your ears now but in our house we still had uh, Santi when I was growing up at this stage and I remember my dad I said that's the real Santi in that, in that video there the Shaking Stevens one but uh, that's a great song it's the season yeah it's a great song and any more like that probably what uh, Mud it'll be lonely this Christmas yeah. you've no idea how many people when they talk about Christmas think songs think it's Elvis think it's Elvis yeah I, I know you had an argument with a guy who swore to me that was Elvis <laughs> I need to convince me it was Elvis and I had to a bit of small bit of music trivia, but the guy can't think of his name. But if you look at that video, the guy playing bass on the ground, he's wearing big green Christmas tree earrings. Yeah. He wrote "Spinning Around" for uh, Kylie Minogue, so one of her biggest hits. And that guy's still making a few bob. And what he probably wrote that song actually, if he's a good songwriter. Yeah, yeah. And so you, do you know what? If you have a hit, Christmas number one, you're rolling there. You see all the acts try to release number one Christmas songs, and I think if an act tries to release a, a Christmas song, it just sounds bad. I think it just sounds terrible. Like you see some really good acts releasing Christmas songs, and uh, uh, to me, it just doesn't seem right. It's, it's it has to happen naturally. Yeah, yeah. Now saying that, we could like Shaking Stevens one could have been planned and rehearsed for months till they got it right. Probably was. But you're a bit more cynical now. You're older. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, much older. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, is there has there been a good Christmas song recently? The darkness. I know it's about ten years old. Probably longer than ten years now. Oh, I, don't like about yeah, yeah. I didn't like it when it came out. Yeah, and I love it now. I just think it's. It's so camp, it's so big, and his vocal, he's got a great range. It's just amazing. Yeah, I try to think, there's no other ones that you could say there's a good Christmas song, some bad ones. Elton John's, what's good? Step into Christmas? I hate that. You hate it? That is deplorable. That's another effort just to make a few bob at Christmas, as if he hadn't got enough, like, Barry Harper must have been struggling at a low ebb to write that. Uh, Slade. If you're going to give a couple of honourable mentions, you'd have to mention Slade... Are you hanging up a stocking on the wall? Yeah, yeah. Um, Wizard, Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Wish Day. Christmas Them day. two songs are just, they're, they give you the buzz. They yeah. just now, they're the ones at the party now where you'd be up jumping around and it's timeless. Like you could probably, you wouldn't know, they're 70s, they have to be. Oh, they are. So you're not going to know well, what area they're from. I just think by Mud, the... Mud, not Mud, uh, Wizard. Fuck <laughs> off. Uh, sorry for the bad language I've been warned uh, many many times not to be using bad language during the podcast yeah. but um, no Wizard song See My Baby Joy was released in 1973 25th of May was it? so I know that much yeah um, what was I, I was going to say Chris Ray driving home for Christmas again another one he must make a fortune yes, he never released much after that um, he was a blues guy he's not well I don't. I think he 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 had some health problems a couple of years ago. He might have had cancer and stuff. Right. But uh, I think that driving home for Christmas, that's his pension. Well, as well as that, it's uh, it's um, a classic. Like, and for people who travel and commute to and from like different countries and you know you know yourself, you're away from home. To hear that, I'd say, no, when you're on the way home, you're on your fly, you're driving home for Christmas, I'd say it must be some lift. Like. Yeah. yeah. You have a little barbie? Oh, we'll have a little go and we'll chat a bit more after. Christmas. Oh, I can't wait to see those faces. I'm driving home for Christmas, yeah. Well, I'm moving down that line. And it's been so long. 
Chris Rea. Driving off a Christmas. Yeah. The concert was cancelled last year and I had tickets. Really? Yeah. 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 So, Chris Rea and Dire Straits. They're doing a double oh, bill. Right, yeah. It's going to be called the Diarrhea Tour. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's bad. Now. That's, I'm, I'm, yeah, we, we've been people have commented on our jokes, that's right? That's, that's bad. Right. But you mentioned uh, traveling, and we were talking about fairy tale in New York a while ago, and I remember I got sent to work in Germany in I'm gonna say 2000, 2001, and I was due to fly home on the 23rd of December. Finished work on the 21st, had two days kind of in between where I had nothing to do. I got a toothache, had a massive toothache and couldn't get painkillers anywhere i did say painkillers drove around everywhere couldn't get anything and end up gargling with whiskey in the in the hotel room and i was sitting on the end of the bed and cnn were playing the top 10 christmas songs of all time and i watched the whole lot and i got to number two number two was white christmas by bing crosby and i remember sitting there half cut on the whiskey thinking i can't believe fairy tale didn't even get into the top 10. I know CNN is in America, even if it's CNN Germany or Europe, but the top 10 and the number one Christmas song of all time, according to CNN, and this was nearly 20 years ago, was Fairy Tale in New York. And do you know what? I knew he sat at the end of the bed and cried. Mm-hmm. I was happy. Really, half, it was emotional. Half bottle of whiskey would have added to that. It was a quarter bottle of whiskey. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Yeah, it would have added to it, yeah. Um, what about Bowie and Crosby Love? I, I, really yeah, no, I like it. It wouldn't be in my top 10. The little drunk boy. I love the video. Are you, are you just, are you just seeing it? Yeah. Hello, son. <laughs> um, do you see that the Will Ferrell did a kind of a spoof of it? Yeah. It's good if anyone hasn't seen it. It's Will Ferrell, the stepper. I think it's Jesse yeah, Riley and Will Ferrell. Jesse Riley. Yeah. Um, so that's a good one. Uh, any, any other ones? Any ones that people wouldn't know that they Oh, would? well, I tell you, I, I've got, again, from traveling, um, I, I lived in Israel for a couple of years and you came over to visit me in Israel. Yeah. The Killers, Christmas in LA. Now, before Derek gets into this, um, Imagine now I'm in where where we were heading down through near the ocean somewhere, weren't we? And the sun was beaming down, it was roasting. And Derek said, Oh, when you hear this Christmas song, I know. well, it was coming, it wasn't too far away yeah. from Christmas, yeah. but it, it was it, March, Derek. It was a March, <laughs> was it? March? Yeah, it was Jesus, March. there you go. No, do you know, you just find a song and it strikes a chord up to you, and it's about this guy being away from home and missing his family. And that was me, and it just don't know if I can take another prayer. I have to say now, I really, uh, I, I like that, and I, I like it, the fact that I heard it without knowing that of it. So I did like it. I, I did like it. You know? So that for me, that's uh, that has slowly come into my top ten Christmas songs of all time. Yeah, and it's amazing. It's amazing the way a song can do that. Like other people might have never heard, but I'm sure the Killers are quite a big band, so other people may have as their favourite. But you couldn't associate it with a time and a place where you, it, it just it, it clicked with you. Yeah. Yeah. So what about Paul McCartney? What's the one where they're playing football? Oh, uh, what, The Pipes of Peace. The Pipes of Peace. That's a Christmas song. That is a good well, the video. And he'd done it long before the John Lewis ad, uh, which which raised a lot of tr- scandal. People saying they were, they were was it milk, like, because of a... What was it, the John Lewis ad was a Dairy Milk ad. It was a chocolate ad. Because it, it was chocolate ad. I don't know. Whatever it was. It was an ad. Yeah. So they said uh, that, you know, they, they were using the war for profit. But that actually is a true story that the 
Oh, it's lads played football in no man's land and uh, they were actually they, they started to get to know each other and like each other you know and then the generals got the word and they sent the orders back down to fight and they told the, the guy said no no but we don't have any problem with these lads and, and they told him if you don't fight we're going to shoot you so they had to go back to fight go back to war because yeah, they don't want people being friendly but uh, one I really like is um, John Prine Christmas in Prison and I don't know if anybody's heard it but it's really good and actually, when you listen to it, at first you're thinking, oh, it's about a guy in prison and he's, no, it's Christmas in prison and the food is really good. It's about his prison. It's actually, the guy is in a lifeless marriage. He's trapped in a marriage and it's Christmas. I'm sitting at the table. Excellent. I'd recommend anybody listen to it. But, oh, every episode I'll throw in a bit of John Prine. Well, actually, I'll throw it on there. It was Christmas in prison and the food was real good. We had turkey and pistols carved out of wood. And I dream of her always, even when I don't dream her name. So that was the brilliant John Prime, Christmas in prison. And you're almost Eric. Huh? And you're the ones. There's a lot of, again, when it comes to Christmas songs, there's a lot of honourable mentions. You know, you have to. Feliz Navidad. Yeah, that is good. You know, that's another whopper of a song. And one that I didn't think of that is in my top 10 Christmas songs of all time. The, the Power of Love. Frankie Goes to Hollywood. I was going to say Jennifer Rush. Well, uh, there was three of them in one year, wasn't there? Yeah, the Power of Love, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, uh, Frankie's, yeah, deadly. I was actually only heard two, two tribe, uh, was it two tribes? Yeah, the 12 inch version. And I had. The twelve inch of it, and I, I don't know what I've done with it. Right? Very hard pressed to find a better baseline. Yeah, your man Mark, I can't his name, the bass player yeah. Mark something. But they put all the spitting image lads as Ronald Reagan, then you know, in the twelve inch, and the air attack warning sounds like, and they have all the. Go on to Spotify and type twelve inch eighties, and it's on that, and you hear the long version. But I listened to the whole lot, and it just brought me right back. But uh, yeah, the power love is, is a very sad song. It's very. But he, one of the best versions I I seen him on Jules Holland. Uh, that's a long time again it's probably 10 years ago and it was just um, like a stand-up bass like a cello sorry a cello yeah. and something else and he his, his voice is just oh, he's on. iconic of the 80s yeah, he's brilliant really really yeah. good I remember I was uh, my son was at the play a football match and I went up to the shop to pick up a coffee and I got and my son says to me um, where are you to get him and uh, I says an Americano and this one beside me goes blue jeans and chinos and I said from Mexican or Rio and she got two of them, Americano. <laughs> this is mad, isn't it? So that, Americanos is actually a holiday song. We, we all went to, to Wales uh, years ago at Neilstown Football Club. And uh, actually, if anyone's looking on the I Grew Up in Clondalkin uh, Facebook, page. Facebook page, we threw a few old pictures up there and uh, a lot of likes, a lot of classic pictures up there if you're really interested. But that was the song. That was the, that, you know, there's always one holiday song. Yeah. So I'm not going to, I'm going to say 80. Six maybe, yeah, 80, yeah, 80, 80, 85. I'm gonna say 85. Uh, Americanos, and then another favorite of mine. We, we really got off the power of love there without giving it enough credit. It's a great song, it's a powerful song, yeah. And um, he does a great vocal on that, doesn't he? What about Mariah Carey? <sighs> yeah. It's number one now, is it? It's number one. Well, then it wasn't number one when it came out, and you have to get me in. Uh, not what's it, Love Actually, the little girl singing it in Love Actually. Never seen Love Actually, did you not? No. Ah, get up, Elder. Yeah, never. I ah, put it on. Yeah. Another film that has, for me, right, there's a lot of films you talk about. Love Actually, it's a Christmas film, and other than a few tweaks, but it has a like a sex scene in it that just doesn't need to be there. You know, if they took it out of it, it would be a little kid's film, you know, but there you go. 
All right. Uh, so, Jonah Loney. Jonah Lumu. Jonah. Is he the rugby player? Yeah, yeah, he's dead. God bless him. Jonah. Uh, uh, we haven't been on the drink. I promise you, it takes a lot to drink. And I Six months. Had, I, haven't had, I haven't had a drink in five minutes. But, um, yeah, uh, just call it, stop the cavalry. Stop the cavalry. Another war song. Another war song. Yeah, yeah. but again, iconically Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Wish I was open. Wish I was open. Oh, right, Christmas. Bit. And his other song was, that's why you'll always find them in the kitchen at parties. Brilliant. Yeah, that's a good song. You have that for an ad for a kitchen. You had it for, yeah, one of these old kitchen frames. Ikea, yeah. I think he was there. So what Christmas song do you hate? Not hate. Okay, hate's a bad word. I don't use like using the word hate. But what Christmas song do you dislike that you think everyone loves? Can you choose? Uh, can you? Cho- now this is really. We haven't planned this. So yeah. Uh, this uh, can you choose one that's been uh, a classic that's been covered by somebody? Don't you can't you choose Bob uh, Bon Jovi? You can't no, no, no. I was going to say Ron Keane's version of Fair Tale New York, but it's, it's an easy target. No, no, an original song. Let's go. Original it. song. I, 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 there was an ad. I got this email recently, and it was saying uh, there's a scam going around. Uh, you know, Ronan Keaton singing Christmas songs. Don't open it because it's Ronan Keaton. <laughs> He gets a lot of flack. He doesn't like, he does a board back. He doesn't actually board back like I'm I think he's a brilliant singer. I have to say. Yeah, I wouldn't push it that far. I know it's Christmas. Nah, he's, season to go listen, through. he's a very naturally talented singer. And you get you a lot see of him on the regular show, did you? I didn't see him when on the regular Ah, look, he's, he's naturally. There's a lot of begrudgery in Ireland. I, I, I think he's brilliant. I really do. But I don't like that version of Fairytale in New York. Yeah, we'll have to think of an original that we well, don't like. For me, and it makes thousands, hundreds of thousands every year. The E17 staying another day. I don't like it. Do you not? No. No, I wouldn't be mad on it, but I wouldn't knock it off if it came on. Oh, yeah, I'd probably. It's not one to get you going now. It's not one that you're at a party. I don't mind your man Brian Harvey. I think actually Brian Harvey is probably one of the best singers ever to come out of England. These it's a nice song, yeah. yeah. But the only reason it's a Christmas song is you throw a few jingles in behind it. Yeah, well, it's, it's a like calling It's like calling Die Hard a Christmas movie because there's a bit of tinsel and everybody's going to have a Christmas. We're going to cause murder here now with people <laughs> texting in. Yeah. But yeah, to throw a few jingles in that is a Christmas so, song. Uh, Tony Mortimer wrote that song about his brother committing suicide. All right. It's a sad song, but you're mm-hmm. right. Yeah, a few jingles makes it a Christmas song. But no, not for me. Not for me at all. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of one that I don't like. You know, and only off the top of my head because I can't think of anything else. But uh, it, this could end up with the table being upturned and me getting a dig. But Paul Heaton's new Christmas song is atrocious. I like it. I don't love it. No, it's it's uh, to me it just what we spoke about earlier on about people released. I, I just I think he's better than that. Yeah. Yeah. The two of them, him and Jackie. I, I, I think they're better than that. I, I have me signed double album at home, so I'm gonna. Disagree I didn't get. Did you get? Did you get yours? Yeah. I didn't get mine. Yeah. You got the CD. I got the CD with the Christmas card. Did you got the Christmas no, card. No, no, we ordered it ages ago. Yeah. And I, do you know what? I, I ordered the album maybe I don't know two months ago, and the same with the Pete Williams album. Yeah. That I ordered it. The Pete's come in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's very it's signed. Thank you very much, Pete. Yeah, yeah. All signed and yeah. delivered. No, that, it's a cracking album, isn't it? Cracking album. Rough next and else about Wow. Everyone, it's, it's, a, it's a real, it's a real LP. I tell you what. Black. Yeah. She wore black. But you listen to every song in it. Yeah. And the other side, you don't just, yeah, I don't fancy that one. They're all great. But I, I, I didn't show Hannah that they were signed. Hannah knew that I had the Paul Heaton album, and she knew that I had the Pete Williams album. And uh, I said, to put them over there. <laughs> They're signed. <laughs> oh, they go into the vinyl frame. They oh, have to, yeah, into the vinyl um, frame. Yeah, just it's hard to say. A surprise never released a Christmas song. Ooh, that's a good. That's a good. Oh, you could be. This open up a big. Well, let's go there. Well, for me now. I, I an think an artist that hasn't released because you, you could be wrong. I'm gonna. I probably name an well, artist. We've we, we just said that we haven't heard one from them. Yeah. Have, but Rogers, uh, Noel Rogers from Chic, 
What a master songwriter and player. And I don't think he ever released a Christmas song or so played him on I'm going to say one artist, and I'd say, and it'll probably give you the reason why he hasn't, but I love him. I just think, and I, oh, we've often spoken about this off, off mic, and I know you're not really a fan, but Cat Stevens. I just think Cat Stevens is one of the best singer-songwriters of all time, and I'd listen to him all day and all night. And he's never had a Christmas song that I know of. Well, probably because he's a... But he, well, he wasn't... He, he hadn't converted to, to Islam. Yeah. But at the time, uh, you know, his, he had T for the Tillerman and all these really great albums yeah. uh, before. But he is brilliant. And all of his songs, he... Are just getting covered left, right and centre, you know. Can uh, I be another good actor in Christmas song? Deepest. Who? Pet Shop Boys. But no, Pet Shop Boys had a Christmas number one. Yeah, but not Christmas song. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think of the name of the song, but uh, yeah, Pet Shop Boys. Uh, who else? Pet Shop Boys, the only band that ever had me starstruck. Never that. Yeah, it's yeah. I think it was on a previous episode, wasn't it? Regrets. Oh. I always regret. I walked in and went, <gasps> the Pet Shop Boys. I went, oh. But that's not like you, Derek. No, you're not, not like me at all. Really? I oh, would have been straight over there. And, I know. And I'm surprised at that now. I'm actually slightly disappointed that you didn't pursue it. Ho, 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 ho. We can't have a Christmas episode without mentioning Sir Cliff, or Richard, as I like to call him. Yeah. <laughs> he's, I think, we'd have to look it up, but I think he's had two Christmas. He's probably had loads of Christmas three. songs. But well, he, he really did not release a single one time, and it was like "Our Father, Our Father." Who? But you know, it's it's, it's cringy. He does. He's done it for the, the pension as well. Um, was the young ones Clifford and the young ones was that Christmas number one? Living Doll. Remember that version? No. Was it not? No. But you had Mr. Tom Wine, and what was your other one? Missing Toe and <laughs> Saviour's Day. Saviour's Day. 1990. He was a king of the Christmas number one. Definitely. Yeah, well, I'd say he I'd say he releases a Christmas song every year. He hasn't done that this year. Does he? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I know, uh, I like Mr. Tom Wine. Would be a huge Clifford Cliff fan. Devil Woman. Is that Devil Woman? It's a good song. Devil Woman? He is the Devil, Devil Woman. Woman. Yeah, what yeah. What was your other one? Uh, what was your other one? Clifford had some classic great songs in the 70s. What's the one we've done the roller skates? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> this one in the video. <laughs> I know. I don't know. Word for sound. Word for it. That's a brilliant song. Yeah, yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. Um, there's a few of them. Uh, yeah. Very religious man, isn't he? Born, born again Christian. Born again right? Christian. Uh, got shafted a couple of years ago. The, uh, the BBC. Well, big case against the BBC. Big case against the BBC. Yeah, they... And they've lost, I think, you know. They, oh, they did lose. Yeah, yeah. They, they raided his house and released that they had raided. And the police, not the BBC. Sorry, the, BBC the, the BBC don't go around raiding houses. They, they tipped, somebody tipped off the police and the BBC the, the reported news, it. The news, the news, the police yeah. got the news. But this was all caught up in the whole Savile, uh, that kind of, you know, every bloody BBC DJ. Savile. Savile. Hello, Mr. Savile. Yeah. yeah um, anybody who doesn't know that, listen to the Pete Williams. Pete gives a great uh, G- Jimmy Savile story. Christmas time, mistletoe and wine, children singing Christian land, with logs on the fire, gifts on the tree, a time to rejoice in the good that we see, a time for living, a time for believing, a time for trusting. Christmas songs anything that can think of mind like obviously Bob Geldof Band-Aid that's 
I know it's an English band, yeah. but I mean, he. Uh, well, there was Irish acts that were number one, but they weren't like really Christmas songs. You had like uh, Whiskey in the Jar by Tin Lizzy was the number one. Westlife. At, at Christmas? Yeah. yeah. Westlife. Um, Boys on had a number one, but not not a, a actual Christmas song. So, uh, as a as a nation who celebrate Christmas, that's a surprise that we haven't. Now we've had we'd have an Irish Christmas and the Irish charts. Like we're based in today's thing, but mainly on the UK charts. What about Bing Crosby? Well, it's Christmas in Killarney. Was that Val Dunigan? I'm gonna believe no, but Bing. Was it Bing? Come over here, son, and I beat you with my belt. <laughs> uh, in Ireland, we had a uh, Zig and Zag had a number one Christmas number one. It was called Shy. Well, that's kind of racing your thing. Then of course, Fair to New York. That was number one here, obviously. So if you were to, like, oh, you know, some of the songs, what Boney M? Yeah, Mary, oh, the single of that, Mary's Boy Child. Mary's Boy, yeah, that is a good song. It it's a, a great song. song. Uh, Queen, Thank God ah, It's Christmas. No, no. No, it's another, it's another. Well, well, Bohemian Rhapsody was the Christmas number one. Was that, one after, was that after Freddie died? It was after he died. Yeah, yeah that's right. Was Days of Our Lives was the B side of that. It was. Yeah. Good man, great yeah. guy. Because uh, I bought it. I remember having it. I remember buying it. Um. Yeah, the days of lives about song actually. It's a nice song to think about. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of oh, sad. It's you know what if you look back at the video that like, he's 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 sick. He's so yeah, sick looking yeah. at him. And you know they hounded him, hounded him, just the tabloids like to see if he had AIDS and it was obvious. They just wanted him to say it because yeah. uh, like he hit his homosexuality. He's the most obviously flamboyantly gay man out there. And that was like a kind of. But he, he probably didn't feel. I remember the day he died. Never mind. Yeah, I was in Finland. I never forget. I was in Finland when I got on the TV. 1991. I was hoovered in my mother's sitting room. Yeah. I was still living at home. And I know because I probably never hoovered it, ever. Don't ask me why I was hoovered that day. And I came up and the singer Freddie Mercury has died. And I was still in shock, but everybody knew he wasn't well. Everybody knew he wasn't well. And Chase, he'd probably be, he would be alive today now. You know, if he, if he had AIDS now, to this day and age, it's. They would have, yeah, but Queen would have had, I would say they had a resurgence, but that's, they, they, they definitely put them back on the forefront. The, you know, well, the movie then just yeah. had a huge. But that movie. What a crack, great boy. I love, I would have loved to see Sasha Baron come playing Freddie. He would have been great, Freddie. He, I've seen him being interviewed about it. Yeah, he's very complimentary to the film Is and, and the performance of uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Remick, Rami, Rami, yeah, Oi Robber, yeah, yeah, Oi Robber, Mr. Robber, Mr. Robber. Yeah, but he said he his his version would have been R rated, he wanted to go deep. And they just didn't want that. They wanted a kind of glossed version, and that's what we got. Right? Yeah, and slight, slight nods and winks to the homosexuality. Touch of hand, no, slight like nods. Big walking through the nightclub at the truck stop. That's that's it. But it's good because you know what? I, I brought my son to see it. My eldest son, who was fully fourteen, what he thirteen, going on fourteen at the time. But I wanted him to see the live aid section on the big screen. I was good, and that that was a great section in the end of the movie. You know, I watched, the, I watched the, the live aid bit. I don't yeah. know how many times over the years. That was that was actually a, a brilliant section, but uh, yeah, not but not a great Christmas song. No, so so this episode actually will be going out pretty. We probably set it up to go out on Christmas Day, will we? Or uh, well, so Merry Christmas, everyone! I hope yeah. you enjoyed your dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have to have your dinner. Uh, yeah, remember social distancing. Yeah, is very important. But. Uh, and you're thinking, we're talking about what's going to be wrong to Christmas movies before you wrap it up. Your favourite Christmas movie is our movie that you watch every Christmas. Don't tell me the obvious one. Well, I do. Every Christmas, every Christmas Eve, myself and the family sit down and we watch It's a Wonderful Life. And you know what? I've never seen it. You know I've never seen it. I know it. you've never seen and it. And I'm ashamed to say I've never seen it. And in my other job, I'm going to show it tomorrow. I'm going to watch it. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
But, Clarence, uh, <laughs> please, Clarence, please. So yeah, so I, I will watch it, and I've, I've heard of it, and I know of it. I'm just pretty sure. Big flop it. when it came out. Yeah, didn't make a penny when it came out. Uh, big flop, and nearly derailed the career of uh, Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. Amazing actor, probably I'd say one of the best actors ever to grace the silver screen. Yeah, acted with his eyes. Watch him. Yeah. Watch him when he's 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 confused. He doesn't know what's going on in the scenes in the film. Uh, just powerful. Love it. Absolutely love it. Um. Well, we I have. We have our family Christmas movies, the regulars, Elf, the whole things. But we sat in the Dell, the kids got to bed, we opened a bottle of wine, and we watched The Holiday. Every year. Once, once every Christmas, just the two of us watched that movie. I watched the movie once. Once. Did you not like it? I didn't like it, it was pleasant. I was surprised, because it, it, it takes all the boxes for a movie buff. Yeah, no, look, I, I like I don't dislike it. But I haven't watched it since I watched it the yeah. first time. I was there every year we make it, we sit down, and the even said to me, don't forget, we have to watch the holiday together now. I mean, we watch it before Christmas, so we'll probably watch it Saturday night now. Yeah. And we watch it, but the it's just their thing. We do it every year, it's coming tradition like so. And it's not great. Uh, actually, just... I love it, but I love, yeah. I love, uh, what's the old guy, Eli Wallach. Eli Wallach is in, he plays the old Hollywood producer, and, you know... I actually watched, believe it or not, The Godfather, Coda, the, the remake, or the, the director's streamlined edition of Godfather 3 today yeah and Eli Wallach is in it oh right yeah, yeah. No, I love Eli Wallach and the holiday but that's and if you don't have a, a, a holiday movie I going to say Christmas. that's the swap that's the swap movie isn't it like, yeah the swap powers is, and, yeah. And, you know, I'm not a big Jack Black fan but he's, he's really good he's talented Jack Black he is you know, he is there's no doubt he is talented I, I like him in something Skill Rock is deadly but I just find him a bit obnoxious even in interviews I find him a bit condescending I, I think he's Shying away from the, you know the, the yeah, it's kind of skill rock one, one trick pony, yeah, one trick pony performances, yeah. and I've seen him in. I'm trying to think, of, I can't think of the name of it, but that Mexican wrestling one. Oh, Natural Libre. Natural, what a film! What a, oh, it's brilliant! Yeah. It's just brilliant. It, it's uh, it's Jack Black's best movie ever. It's brilliant. Oh, the holiday is okay because <laughs> he's good. He's understated, and he's actually likable. And it's the first Jack Black movie. He's likable in Skull Rock. He's a loser, but in the holiday, he's a likable fella. He's a real kind of naive, but uh, yeah, I like it. But any other Christmas movie that aren't really really want Chocolate Factory, the old one, yeah, Giant Chocolate Factory. That's that's a classic. You have to watch, even though it's not it's a Christmas movie as such. I'm I'm a real, you know, like the kind of the whole Easter. Well, you can watch them in Easter or watch them at a uh, Christmas, but like uh, Jesus of Nazareth or um, Ten Commandments. The greatest story, yeah, the Ten Commandments. You're, that jelly, you're that jelly fucker at parties, eh? Yes. I am. I am. I love them. I oh, love no. them. No, three hours. Three hours. Lots long. of sandals and sheets. No, no, no. Actually, here's one for you. Have you ever watched Gone with the Wind? I have. So it's one movie I've never watched. And I, I, this is me goal for Christmas. And I turned it on today just to make sure that we had a... a it's a, a three a, hour. It's four hours. <laughs> four hour version. Yeah, it's a two day hour, isn't it? Um, I remember being made watch it as a kid. Because remember the days there was only one telly in the house. I mean, man, they were watching it and we had to watch it. I, I know that I've sat down in front of that movie probably 10 times as a kid and I never watched it all the way through. Right? There's um, another one, Dr. Shivago. Dr. Shivago. That's a real Christmas one. Yeah. Oh, my Sharif. It's another epic. Another one I haven't. Uh, Sound of Music. Not a Christmassy film, but kind of has that vibe and everything a good humour. Like, everyone's going to watch Elf. Actually, the Christmas Chronicles one and two are on Netflix at the moment. If you haven't seen them, watch them. They're both amazing. Court Russell is brilliant, and they're they are exactly what they say in the tin. They're a feel good Christmas movie, and they're family movies, and you can sit down with the kids and not be worried if something's going to be said or you know. Yeah, 
But even the, even TV specials, they're not so good anymore. Really. Like you had your only Fields and Horses Christmas specials. Class, everybody be waiting on them to come on. All of them specials that year. Like, even uh, Gavin and Stacey, the, I didn't even see the I didn't watch a Christmas special last year. I, I was lost. It was first good. two seasons I really liked, and I just lost my way around. I find your man very annoying. James Corden, yeah. he's actually, people are turning against him. Yeah. I turned him against him after season three of Gavin and Stacey that long ago. <laughs> yeah. He's made a new film called The Prom. Yeah. And he plays a gay character in it. And the gay community have just said, what the hell is going on? It's a, a, char- a really over the top character caricature it's it's it to a point where it's insulting if ever a fella got lucky it's him how the hell has he become so successful he's not super talented he must have some connections in there i tell you he's, i don't know how he done it i know do him and the guy the other guy off gavin and stacy uh gavin they just don't talk at all anymore. matthew yeah he was in hard henry movie that's yeah. all but they don't they're not good terms whatsoever so i don't yeah. know even how, unless he made up for the um to make the Christmas special or the dollar is king as they say um, but yeah no they're not in good terms at all which kind of ruins because I loved Gavin Stacey when that went down it was on BBC 3 yeah it was, it was under yeah under I, mean, I mean they used to look forward to every episode it was deadly funny new you know vibrant exciting and just uh, see uh, just lost weight good characters Bryden Rob Bryden another great actor comedy actor brilliant so Merry Christmas to everybody are we, we going I don't want to go do you want to go? Well, I'm going home. You're going to watch when you're late, are you? <laughs> no, Kieran, I'm not, because it's Christmas oh, Day. It's Christmas Day. It's Christmas Day. We've been locked in here since Luca Bloom. We can't get out. So <laughs> else. It's like that film alive. We've had everything. Listen, we just want to thank everybody for the support over the last couple of months. Um, you know, we haven't been able to achieve what we could achieve without everyone listening in and, and the, the messages and the emails. For actually, we can say it now from around the world. Yeah. yeah. So we're up to 2,000 subscribers, which is amazing when we think from Little Acorns, we had a chat in the pub one day in lockdown and look where we've got. We spoke to acts we really respect. Lots more have said they'd come on next year. Uh, a few actors as well. So uh, things are looking good. Today's episode was good to get back to basics, wasn't it? We've done this one now. We've been planning for interviews and then them interviews is a lot of work, a lot of prep. So this 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 was great just to have a movie and just a shoot the breeze one. We haven't yeah. had shoot the breeze one in a while. So as Derek said, have a great Christmas. Mind yourselves. Yeah. Enjoy it. Merry Christmas to all. And uh, eat well and be merry. out on this fun old-fashioned family Christmas. No, no, we're all in this together. This is a full-blown four-alarm holiday emergency here. We're gonna press on, and we're gonna have the hap-hap-happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny fucking K. And when Santa squeezes his fat white ass down that chimney tonight, he's gonna find the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nut house. Save the neck for me, Clark. (laughs) Okay, Eddie.